Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to today's episode, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Obviously, you can see from the title of the episode, we've got a guest on board today. It's Delaney. She was one of the badass babes who finished my group coaching recently and she's sharing her story. And I am excited for you guys to hear it to get inspired, to learn from her, hear what worked for her, might give you some ideas too. Honestly, her story is just crazy inspiring. I worked with her not only in the group, but also on a one-to-one basis. So I really got to be up close and personal, see her journey, help her along the way. She did a massive 180 with her body image. So we really got to the root of her food stuff and it was heavily to do with her beliefs about her body and the way she viewed it. So we did a lot of work there. She literally went from showering in the dark, could not look at herself in the mirror, to actually liking herself, looking in the mirror, being okay with what she sees, even liking it. A huge, huge difference. And obviously food followed suit. Things started to fall into place when she started to really tune into her own self, her own body, and not copying what other people with a kind of perfect body as she saw it were eating. So she started to listen to what she wanted. Incredibly, she actually found me just as she was about to kind of go into sort of inpatient care at a clinic in New York. Then lockdown happened and she didn't really want to do the online thing with them. She found me by chance amazingly and hopped straight in and never looked back. So I thought that was super cool to hear. Needless to say, this conversation is interesting, inspiring, and it's going to give you some hope that. Even in the darkest place where you hate what you see in the mirror, there is always, always a way out. And sometimes it's not as scary and complicated as it seems. Sometimes it's just getting help from someone who seems pretty friendly, like me, and has the solutions, can just let you know, here, we're going to try these things and you're going to feel a lot better. Let's hop in. Um, First, I want to give it a little bit of a heads up for those who are tuning in or have been thinking about my group coaching and are wondering when the heck is the next one? Well... It's coming up soon. I won't go into full details right now, but keep it on your radar. Keep it in the back of your mind. I'll be sharing more on it in the coming weeks, but just a heads up that it is around the corner. So if you're thinking about it, start preparing yourself. Start thinking what questions you want to ask, what you want to know, and I will share more soon. So let's get into this chat with the amazing badass chick who is Delaney in three, two, one. Welcome Delaney to the show. Super excited and happy that you made the time to hop on here because I know you have a crazy work schedule. Um, but yeah, happy you're here. Maybe introduce yourself a little bit to the listeners. Hi, I'm Delaney. Um, I'm from Chicago. I live in New York. I found this um, amazing tool that is Breed on social media and um yeah it's been a really great experience I'm excited to talk more about it awesome so usually I start an interview with these like quick fire questions just to loosen people up just to get also let people know you a little bit more so 
we'll get into that first question is what's your dream job or like dream business my dream job is to be a stylist for NBA players so just to like pick their clothes for their tunnel walkouts that's my dream job awesome that's so niche <laughs> as well I know. <laughs> so random <laughs> yeah where did that come from I don't know I just like I've always been obsessed with fashion and sports and I'm like that's my favorite kind of like streetwear style and I was like, right I just I mean at first I just thought that they all had great style and then obviously it comes out of the woodwork that most or well a lot of them start with stylists so mm-hmm. that'd be yeah I just can't that's imagine sweet. anything more fun than being that. <laughs> that's cool okay sun or snow definitely sun unless I'm skiing Mm-hmm. yeah me too <laughs> favorite hobby I like doing like I do graphic design and I feel like I just kind of like spend a lot of time messing around on my computer doing things like that mm-hmm. that's cool that you actually like still to do your job in your spare time as well for fun yeah I think sometimes I'm, I think it's like a mistake that I went into work doing the thing that I love right that's like the way to burn out but so far cool and what was like your favorite subject in school weirdly enough I've always loved math and okay equate to anything else about me but I love math (laughs) yeah I was totally expecting you because of the graphic design to say something like art or something yeah I don't know I just had I always struggled with like the rigidity of art because Mm. I just didn't feel like it should be like that but I love like I always say that I love like problem solving and I feel like math is solving a problem and then like the kind of design that I do feels like that too yeah okay last quick fire question last meal on earth I guess maybe like pizza and (laughs) ice cream I don't know what would be the pizza toppings um probably veggie but I feel like I would need to be asked like that morning because it would definitely change there's right yeah so true so true (laughs) (laughs) okay quick fire done now let's get into the business so let's just start with like you share as much as you want of what your food and body kind of journey was like until the point of finding me online. Yeah. Um, this is just something that I like struggled with for so long without even really knowing it. I guess like growing up, I just would have issues with like, especially body image. And then like, I'd talk to my mom about it and she just was raised on like diet culture. So her suggestions would always be like, Oh, let's try Weight Watchers or this diet I found or whatever. And I ended up just doing like so many fad diets and not understanding why I could be so successful with them. And then a month later, be like so bummed again in the same place or worse. And then over time, they eventually just like kind of stopped working. Mm-hmm. I think I just drove my body into the ground with them. And then I just really started to hate my body. And like, it didn't, I, I didn't trust my body and it didn't trust itself. And it was just very obvious in the way that I was like retaining weight and everything like that. And I, became began like working out way more and then I don't know it just kind of like slow rolled and snowballed into this like way bigger issue where I just in the past couple years couldn't even look in the mirror and would like shower with the lights off and every horrible thing you can think of and Mm -hmm. it just destroyed me to be honest and I didn't even really realize how bad it was until I was lucky enough to just by chance have opened up to one of my best friends um her name's Lindsay shout out (laughs) Um, and I just told her like all the things and obviously I knew by this point it had gotten pretty bad but I didn't I just never expected her to have the reaction that she did which was honestly like she was appalled and she just said we need to get you help right now 
you can start with my therapist and blah, blah, blah. And that was kind of the jumping off point. And then from there, mm-hmm. it went, it got pretty intense pretty quick. So her therapist had referred me to this outpatient center that I went. And I, I still like expected that whenever I went to the outpatient center that they would have said, oh, you can take like the most, um, you know, like most beginner approach and you'll mm-hmm. be here one hour a week, blah, blah, blah. And I had four sessions with them each an hour. And when I walked out of the last one, they were like, we think you need to take a leave of absence from your job. We think you need to come in here every day. We think you need to do a whole whole Saturday intensive. My whole life just changed. If I, if I do this, my whole life is about to change on a dime. And then I just started thinking about it more and more. And I realized that my life was terrible the way that it was, and maybe it was worth it. And I just had to take some time to think about it. And that was basically where I was at when COVID hit. Um, And then the program ended up going virtual, which I just knew wasn't really my style. Mm-hmm. So then I was kind of in limbo where now I had opened up this can of worms from to my mom and to therapists that I no longer was seeing because of the situation. And then I kind of started with them and it was just kind of a disaster. And then I honestly do not know how I found you on Instagram. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Like it wasn't that you were on like my popular page or anything like that. It was that you were on my feed as as I already followed you and I just don't remember ever doing that and I don't know maybe it was like wake up in the middle of the night type of thing and find you and follow I really <laughs> but it was godsend regardless like I believe in miracles I think it might have been and I dm'd you I remember just saying like I'm thinking about this and I just loved how you approached it like you weren't it never felt like you were trying to like get me to sign on to something that you didn't believe in you were mm-hmm. like let's take this slow let's talk a little and then it was just a no-brainer for me and you, mm-hmm. I mean I, I really am just so glad that I did it because it's so helpful and especially like the group situation I had never experienced before so it was all just so wonderful and I'm, I could not be happier so happy that you yeah that miraculously found me because <laughs> yeah it was crazy but so many things there that you said okay so I, I made a bunch of notes because a few things to come back to first off just mentioning that like growing up with your mom who is quite entrenched in diet culture herself and that kind of was passed down to you that it's so insane how often I hear like the exact same thing and like the moms obviously are never doing it from a bad place it's just like the best that they knew as well and they're just trying to keep you like protected and safe but it's just so fascinating because I was saying this to someone recently where I think a lot of us are like, oh, it's, you know, women have like body issues because of men and they say these things and men like this and that and that. But then it's always, almost always the the mother who then like actually actions and like passes it down. It's, I've hardly ever heard someone say, my father always talked about dieting and like made me go on Weight Watchers or something. Right. Yeah. And it's just so crazy because like, it's all just like such a vicious cycle where it's so obvious that you would go to your mom when you have a problem and it's so obvious yeah. that she's like, everything she can to help you. And yeah. then it's so obvious that you'll listen to her. Like everything just kind of falls into place. And it's obviously just something that, you know, worked for her in her past or, and it, it does work. Like I'm not faulting her mm-hmm. at all. It's just one of those things that you're like, oh, okay, this is just not, this is just not sustainable. And it's just going to run me into the ground. But it's, I get why you, it's so easy for anyone to fall for it. Yeah. And I think so I mentioned true. one of our calls, like I'm excited for the next generation of girls that hopefully less and less moms will have been mm-hmm. raised in diet culture and able to, you know, help their daughters in a more sustainable way. Yeah. Yeah. That was so interesting to see the evolution. 
Um, and then also something you said there about like going on all of the fad diets and they, they obviously work at the start. Like it was the exact same for me. The first few times that I tried losing weight, it worked so well. And you have like so much motivation and naivety that you can so easily stick to it and it all works, but then it, it doesn't work. And then it gets to the point where doing the same diet just doesn't work anymore. And it becomes such an issue that feels like you then kind of blame yourself. You're like, oh, but maybe I didn't like stick to it properly this time. Or maybe I have to be a bit more diligent or extreme the next time around and just all gets worse and worse. Exactly. And like, there's nothing more frustrating than repeating something and having it not work. It's like, what do you mean? And then obviously there's a million factors that fall into place, but it's just, that's just so frustrating. So true. So true. Also, one last thing before we move on. Absolutely amazing that you were able to open up to your best friend and then she was just straight up with you like this is crazy you need to get help here's my therapist instead of yeah like some friends might have just been like oh that sucks or just try to be positive I love your body yeah no she was like oh my god also it's just so crazy to see I thought that we were kind of gonna like laugh it off whatever I said I was like oh wait this is an emergency this is an emergency okay (laughs) but I if I had known how her reaction would have been I probably would have kept it to myself but right everything happens for a reason so Mm -hmm. she's been nothing but supportive Mm -hmm. the whole thing so yeah that's seriously like amazing amazing how did you open up to her like you didn't plan it like how did that happen I just I think I just started saying like I don't know maybe we had like something coming up and I was like oh I just like hate everything in my closet and I just don't look good in it it's just just started on me like getting down on myself and I was like I just would really kill to like lose 20 30 pounds whatever mm-hmm. and then I just I think I just delved into how I feel about my body and it just was a jumping off point that definitely wasn't so I think it was just word vomit that had mm-hmm. been building up for a while right right Before we go on, I just wanted to jump in and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been super helpful, but you just need a bit more structure and direction, then check out my 30 day reboot course. It's an online course, so you can literally start today. 30 days of content. So each day you get new content in written form, video form or audio, just to keep it nice and fresh. The content is exactly the same as what I go through in one-to-ones, so it's amazing value for money. You get some lovely audio meditations along the way as well, and we have a Facebook group so you know you're not alone. There are plenty of others in there. So if you are sick of waiting around and want your life back, you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down inside, then this course is literally made for you. And best of all, it's just the price of a trip to Zara or Topshop, but it is worth so much more than that. It's eye-opening and life-changing, as one past alumni put it. So if that sounds good to you, head over to my website to sign up today or just scroll down to the show notes. I'll pop a link in there too. All right, let's get back into today's episode. Okay, so you found me on Instagram. You joined the group course share with the listeners what the program was like for you it was great I mean I just loved how I loved first of all just like the straight up setup I liked how you had to do it on your own and then come to the group calls and 
uh, it was a great mix and group and solo. And I also did the solos with you. So that was helpful for me to kind of digress some of the things that had been discussed and some of the things I was watching in the videos. Um, and yeah, I just liked the whole setup of it because I felt like there was a bunch of different ways to hit it. And by that same token, I also liked how you had different topics, different ways to solve the same problems because mm -hmm. um, it felt very like tailored or you could tailor it to yourself, I guess I should say. And yeah, I just, that was so great. And then also just the resources on, on their own were really helpful. And I liked how you thoroughly explained them each week, got its own, got its own explanation. And um, it felt like you really delved into things and you, you included like situations and just really, I, I feel like you left nothing out and that's the reason that it works. I'm happy to hear. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I definitely put a lot of time and effort into like planning out what to put in there. <laughs> I can tell, like it's it's very flushed out. It, it's great, great Awesome. And so the the program, what was the hardest part for you personally going through that? Well, I guess I'll say kind of what I expected to be the hardest part, which is the group therapy aspect, just because I've only done that one time and it was with other New York girls and I just felt like I mean, I probably know like these people's mutual friends and whatever. Right. That's why I really liked that you're in the UK and like I'm in wherever Chicago, New York. And um, I just, and I felt like everyone was so spread out that I'm like, okay, if someone in Australia knows my secrets, like I can love them. <laughs> so that's like one thing that I thought was going to be hard and actually ended up being like such a blessing because I felt like there's just no connections to no like real life I'm not going to work with this person most that's a good point yeah okay. and by this point I'm over that you know but like at the start that was just yeah. kind of a little hurdle for me the other things that I thought would be hard I thought it'd be hard to like stick to it which I definitely did fall behind quite a few times but you were nice to add that extra week in the middle and then mm -hmm. um keep it up for a year so I felt like that that kind of solved itself but I mean I guess beyond that it was just like the actual doing the work aspect mm -hmm. of it um but honestly by the time that I started I was just so ready to be done and so in agony honestly over how bad things had gotten that it didn't it didn't matter like there was no there was nothing that was going to stop me from doing the work because it was mm -hmm. basically like a survival mechanism by then so cool I I love it when someone joins one of my programs and they're literally in the, the situation that you were in not to say that it was, I'm happy you're yeah. in that situation but where you're just like so damn ready and you're just done with it and like just tell me what to do and I'm gonna do it right like how then, like with a fire right now if you want me to yeah literally right and it was so cool to when we did our one-to-one -one catch ups um to just like each week see you reporting back like on trying these things that like I know I remember you already mentioned earlier in this uh recording the sharing with the lights off thing like that was even something that you worked towards letting go of and to hear you coming back and reporting and like doing that and then even just learning to be able to look in the mirror at yourself and seeing the transformation over the weeks to the point where you could like easily look at yourself and actually like yourself like it was so cool to see yeah I agree it's like really incredible and what do you feel like were your biggest wins or like the best part of the journey? Well, I mean, just like overall, I think body image was the thing that I struggled with the most. And I mean, it's still a challenge, obviously. It's going to be a lifelong battle. Mm -hmm. But I think that the win is just everything that's happened with that and being more comfortable and more willing to just love my body for what it is. And I would say 
just like in general, having the tools and like resources to kind of slow down and um, think about, just like think before you act, I guess, with with food stuff and with body image and just everything, like just have the resources built in to the point where you're not like questioning everything as it's coming and it doesn't feel so stressful and anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay, so what does life look like for you now? It's been like a month since we finished. What's what's going on for you? And what are you still working on? And how are you doing that? So it's been way better. I've been like really proud of myself that I'm able to like, I've been eating things that I normally wouldn't have allowed myself to eat. And I um, actually started eating meat during the span of the course, which I think was just helpful for me because I've been a vegetarian like most of my life and I kind of like didn't realize and I never did it for health reasons it was just like a personal preference but I think I realized that like it ended up it was kind of a form of restriction at some points because I was just so hungry that then I would be snacking and then I would be like bummed with myself that I was snacking so then I would be skipping lunch and it just like kind of was another factor in the the issues that were caused by my you know like body image issues Mm -hmm. And so I started eating meat and that's been really helpful. So that's like one thing that has changed a lot, which I kind of uncovered through your course. And then mm-hmm. um, also, yeah, just enjoying things that I want, like not necessarily in moderation, but just as I feel like my body needs them and not not in like a ridiculous way. And then I think just like the ongoing feeling of wanting to love myself, like it it's definitely gotten a lot better and like I'm not showering in the dark or doing anything like that anymore like it's not it's none of the extreme things it's just like a matter of being confident every day and wanting to put like a cute outfit on and actually that's something that I've like feel like has helped me like I get up and actually get ready now instead of just like being in like a hoodie all day which mm-hmm. I feel like just leads to issues because then you're, you feel like a blob yeah uh, so I agree with that <laughs> it's like so crazy if you're just wearing like leggings you're like okay well I obviously want to like treat myself well because I look adorable yeah yeah, it's so weird I'm wearing a hoodie might as well throw a burger down this like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) crazy so yeah I mean like if I want a burger sure but like I don't need to just be like living some sort of like hobo lifestyle so Mm -hmm. that's good (laughs) something you mentioned there around listening to what your body needs I I feel like that was one of your biggest learnings almost and things that something that you actioned a lot over the course was going back to listening to you and your desires what you want because I know something you did often was like compare yourself to what other friends ate and especially friends who had like the quote-unquote perfect body tell us what what that kind of um learning was like for you how you did it how's it showing up for you yeah so um that was like a huge thing for me just that I would be like okay this person's skinny and they eat two egg whites in the morning and then like whatever I would just like actually take notes in my head of what they were eating and try to emulate it and obviously like everyone's body is different so that's been like a big learning thing for me but yeah just like kind of trying to like come up with my own truth and figure out what makes my what works best for me myself so it's just been like a lot of listening and like going inside and you know like looking at food options as how they would serve me and not how they'd mm-hmm. serve anyone else mm-hmm. um and also it's just like been such a learning thing that obviously you don't see everything like I know plenty of people that I've seen eat flaming hot Cheetos for breakfast and they're like 95 pounds and I'm like okay well 
obviously you probably just didn't eat a single thing the rest of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like been a learning thing to not, for me to not like put myself in anyone else's shoes and to just, you know, I'm my own person. And that's something I had to come to terms with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's actually something that Vivi just said on like the previous, the recording I did earlier with her. She was like, Mm -hmm. one of her biggest things as well was stop looking outwards and just look inwards. So true. Yeah. And that, that relates to something you said earlier about learning to slow down. Like you have to slow down to listen to your body and your intuition. Totally. Yeah. So apart from listening to your intuition or like what your body really needs, what other tools or things that you learned on the course were the biggest game changers for you? Okay. Well, first of all, emotional inclusivity is like one of my biggest things. Cause I just, mm-hmm. that, that was always hard for me. Um, I just like tried to force things back and obviously then they end up coming up for me in general, the intuition and stuff, obviously listening to your intuition and like kind of what I talked about of just like honoring your yourself and not someone else's. Mm-hmm. and then I really like like the whole is this nourishing or numbing me that question helped, mm. like, helped me a lot because I feel like it's been so many times where I've just like wanted to numb myself and then also like it helps with like even selecting what to eat for me because sometimes I'm like okay well this is like technically the best like it's the classic option of like eating a salad and then just like craving whatever fries the whole day mm-hmm. and then ending up eating like a thousand fries like mm. it's even though it's a salad, it could technically not be nourishing you. I know that's not exactly how you intended that. that no, that's that's a really cool use of it as well. Yeah, that's just like kind of how I how I take it. On the note of the that question, is it nourishing or is it numbing? And you using it almost as like a selective tool. Mm-hmm. That's something that um, a one to one client brought up yesterday. Not we haven't gone through this question with her yet, but we're just going through. The thoughts in your mind where usually that critical thought is like you shouldn't have that or is this too unhealthy and like labeling things as unhealthy but with a with the connotation of unhealthy being like bad like morally bad and it's going to make you gain weight but right. similar to what you're doing with the nourishing thing reframing what unhealthy and healthy or nourishing and unnourishing even are it's not always the salad is like the healthy thing if yeah it's going to mean you're going to binge later or like obsess and crave about food um, later. For sure. Let's say, let's look back, look back at you when the can of worms have been opened up and you realize you need to get help. What would you tell that version of you now? I mean, I just wish I knew that there was, first of all, that there were tools. Like I didn't even, I guess I just didn't even realize how like widespread this these issues are and that people are, you know, that there are resources out there. And also just like I loved the casual nature of like finding you on Instagram and it was such a great contrast to you know this like intensive place that I was in where I felt like you were like taking marching orders from someone who has just seen like cranked out 10,000 people probably and I don't know so um I wish that like when I was just sitting in that office thinking like okay this is if this is how I get better let's do it that that first of all that there was like a more friendly way to do it um because that was like such a godsend. And then also, I just wish that I knew that, first of all, it's a total like mental illness, just like, you know, it's, I think there's like a huge stigma and people are just breaking it down day by day mm-hmm. yeah. with any, with any mental illness, but um, just, it's like getting cancer or something. You just, it just happens. And then 
you have to deal with it like mm-hmm. it's not it's no one's fault and it's a huge bummer but it's really just at the end of the day doing what you can to to fix it and or to work on it and to build the tools so I wish that I had just known how solution-based it actually could be because sometimes it can feel like like you're floundering a little bit so mm-hmm. but it's great to know that there's like actionable resources that I can get my hands on that were not scary yeah, I so feel you on that because, yeah, like when I was in it as well, I had no idea there was like a solution. I, similar to you, I had no idea that it was so uh, common and like other people had it and other people they're helping others that weren't just serious like um, clinics and stuff. And yeah. I was actually yesterday thinking about it. I was almost like envisioning myself at my worst and I was in this like dorm room in university And I was like, oh my God, if I, in that position, had access to what's out there now, like if if someone gave me the course, basically you did, like if someone's like, here's all the content, go through it Mm -hmm. and like practice it, I would have felt so, so relieved, like that there was actually, as you said, like a solution-based way out of it. It's not, like I had no idea how to get out of it. I know it's so insane it's like you're all of a sudden you're you go from being like completely by yourself to like okay this is what you will do (laughs) for this amount of time and then you'll feel so much better and it's just like it's so crazy it's like just a matter of finding you on Instagram yeah crazy so last question if you're if you're up for it how can people find you on social media if they want to reach out to you okay well my Instagram name is like so long it's (laughs) it's called Del the funky homo sapien I'm like really (laughs) frustrated <laughs> it's just Delaney Laux, L A U X. Um, you could probably find it through that, but otherwise, it's a really long Del the Funky Homo Sapien name on Instagram. It's it's based off a '90s rapper. I don't just think I'm funky, but obviously, <laughs> obviously, both are applicable. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes anyway for everyone. Um, but yeah, it was so cool to have you here to hear your story, and I think it's just pretty cool for everyone to hear to see like someone's been in their shoes you've in a pretty short amount of time as well made some pretty major changes and to hear what worked for you I think it's pretty helpful and probably very hopeful and inspiring for people too love it well I have you to thank so thank you for <laughs> you're seriously a queen <laughs> oh that's so sweet um but yeah thanks for making the time in your busy schedule to hop on here and thank you for everyone listening tune in next time And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, change someone's day, change their mood or even their life. Be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.